inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic. It's time for Tuesday Business. The New Zealand Herald Wellington Business Editor is Janae Tiptraney. Good morning, Janae. Hello, Nick. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Former Reserve Bank Governor Graham Wheeler says central banks made some serious errors in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, which now need to be acknowledged and corrected. Why? That's right. So Graham Wheeler was the Reserve Bank Governor between 2012 and 17, and he's teamed up with Bryce Wilkinson, who's an economist for the right-wing think tank, the New Zealand Initiative. Uh, this is a think tank that's uh, sort of funded by, by businesses. They've come together, written a paper and said, look, I mean, we've got far too much inflation now. The Reserve Bank um, overcooked its response to COVID-19. It lowered interest rates um, too much. It kept monetary conditions loose for too long. Um, and and actually, in fact, I think as I've talked about here before, it is, is in fact still creating money and lending it to banks for cheap um, through its funding for lending program. That's due to end at the end of the year. So it's actually so while it's increasing the OCR, it's actually still um, providing some form of stimulus through that program. Um, you know that, that they <laughs> it's quite interesting when a former Reserve Bank governor comes out and is, is so scathing. But I suppose that the Reserve Bank has overshot its inflation target. So there is, um, of course, there, there, there is a good reason for, for it to be criticised. Should there be a re- rule that ex-people on any position can't comment on current ones? Because it seems like it's pretty easy to do, isn't it? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And, and, I, and, and that's kind of where a lot of the debate is at the moment. The Reserve Bank is getting battered from all sides because clearly we have inflation that's um, way out of its uh, target range. So, of course, everyone's upset about it, and, and rightly so. But the thing that I think about is who was standing up in 2020 and 2021 and at that time saying, Reserve Bank, you should do it differently this way or that way. And, of course, there were there were people doing that. Um, Arthur Grimes, for example, is another one. He's a former um, Reserve Bank chair, and he was speaking out at, at that time. Bryce Wilkinson was also doing so. Um, but it, interestingly, um, so Graham Wheeler, the, the former governor, he doesn't actually speak out very often. No. But um, no. when he, yeah, when he did this time, he also did acknowledge that back when he was governor, you know, he, that he didn't have a perfect run either. Um, and, and some mistakes were made. And, and I guess the issue back, back in his time was that the Reserve Bank thought the economy was recovering. So it raised interest rates three times in 2014. And then it had to. Um, reverse those moves and I guess typically central banks don't like to sort of go this way that way, zigzag too much and that was kind of Graham, Graham that, that, you know, he, he acknowledged that, that he didn't uh, do it all as well as he could have in hindsight as well. I watched Q&A on Sunday, I don't know whether you saw it or not but they had the uh, guy that's just a new economist, uh, the head economist yeah. for the Reserve Bank, by God he impressed me. Yeah, so Paul Conway, he came from, um, he was the BNZ chief economist previously, and before that he spent quite a bit of time at the Productivity Commission. And, um, I mean, Paul is just sort of hands down a a really approachable, uh, nice guy. And he's um, been making headlines because he's been saying that people shouldn't just rely on the property market as a a (laughs) one-way bet to um, sort of financial success. And he's pointed out all the headwinds that mean that Sure, you might still make a profit from property, but uh, there are a number of factors which which mean that that is not necessarily 
going to be the case. And that's what he's been talking about. I think that's what he discussed on, yes. on Q&A as well. And, and, and he did say, which I thought was quite humorous from a banker, he said that he's been saying the same thing for a long time, so he's been made to look a fool, but he's keeping on keeping <laughs> on with the same line, that don't yeah. don't invest in property, it's not the be-end. Well, he doesn't say that, he just says that property's not the be-end and end-all of every investment. That's what he's really saying, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And I mean, I think Paul has for a long time, his work at the Productivity Commission was around trying to get you know, make New Zealand more productive. And of course, it's not that productive if everyone puts every penny they have and every bit of debt they take out, puts it straight straight into the property market and, and rather than businesses. But yeah, I guess the point as he pointed out was like tax changes, rising interest rate environment, um, you know. All the things. And, and yeah, and more, more houses being built as well. Um, so, so yeah. Interesting point made by him. I'll make a Nick Mills comment here. I think he'll be the next uh, um, governor. But reserve oh, really? Bank. Yeah, I think he, uh, he okay. oh, I mean, in the 20 minutes that I heard that interview, he impressed the hell mm-hmm. out of me. I thought, oh, he's going places. This is Paul Conway. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you know, he, he made interesting reading. Okay, let's change mm-hmm. tack. It seems that policymakers' responses to COVID-19 have made us very aware there is no such thing as a free lunch. That's that's right. So uh, this morning I've published a piece, which um, I must say I've laboured over for, for for quite some time, um, making this point. So uh, I'll try to try to explain the point that I was trying to make in this piece. But basically, we can all accept that the government and the Reserve Bank through uh, provided a whole lot of stimulus over the past two years, which meant that we all kept our, or a lot of us kept our jobs, property market was supported, all of that, and and you know that that's. Uh, that's significant, right? Losing your job really throws you back, and, and that, that's a significant thing. But one of the programs that the Reserve Bank did was its money printing program, or its large-scale asset purchase program. And this is what I looked at. The Reserve Bank created a whole lot of money to buy a bunch of New Zealand government bonds, which is debt, to put downward pressure on interest rates, right? So it did that. But now that it's tightening monetary conditions, it's starting to sell the bonds that it bought. It's around $54 billion of bonds. It's a lot of bonds. Um, and, the, and because of the way the bond market has worked, when the Reserve Bank bought the bonds, it was at the peak of the market. They were very expensive. Now it's selling the bonds. It's, uh, the market has fallen. The bonds are cheaper. So it's actually making a loss. It's, it bought the bonds for more than it's selling them for. At the time, the, everyone knew that this was a risk of the whole thing, that uh, if interest rates change, you know, those bond values could change and there could be a loss. So Grant Robertson said, RB will provide you a backstop. The interesting thing is now is that that backstop, that guarantee – is being drawn down on because Ooh. the paper loss at the moment that's expected from the buying and the selling of bonds at different points of the market is expected to be $8.8 billion. That's about half of what we spend on New Zealand superannuation every year. Now, that amount could change, depends on how interest rates change over the next five years, but this means that as of May, the government, or the, sorry, the Crown, has been paying the Reserve Bank around 150 to $200 million to recapitalise it Ooh. because of that massive loss. So what this really just shows is that, sure, all the stimulus was provided, there was all this money printing that helped us all out, but it has come at a really large uh, direct cost. Wow, amazing. So, that's, uh, yeah. that's terrifying, isn't so, it, really? That's well, terrifying. Yeah, can I just make one more point? So what the Reserve Bank will say is, look, if we didn't do this, then we all would have been in deep, deep trouble. And also that these lower interest rates that we had did actually help the government because it meant that we all spent more and the government's tax take was higher. So it's a, one of these really tricky things because you're like, well, there's this $8.8 billion cost but, or estimate cost, but there, there were also benefits. So the point I'm trying to make in my piece is that the Reserve Bank really needs to make the case 
for why the programme was a good thing or why there were some parts of it that weren't done that well and so we can learn for next time because that cost is too large. We need much more analysis with something that big. Thanks, Janae. That's amazing. Great information and your articles up on The Herald because uh, Janae is uh, New Zealand Herald Wellington business editor. Thanks, Janae. Appreciate it. Your inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic.